What's up, what's up, Highness Queens? We are back with another episode of Bluntly Black Girls. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say that Thanksgiving just passed. And you'll see that has a great deal to do with our topic today. Um, But I just wanted to say that I am grateful and thankful for every single one of you listeners. You guys keep me going. Like, truthfully and honestly, you keep me going. And you keep me grounded. And this podcast has really turned into a from a project to a passion. And that has a lot to do with the feedback and the engagement that you guys give me. And it lets me know that I'm here for a reason and that we're doing this for a reason. And I'm just so amazingly grateful for every single listener that has listened to any portion of any episode or supported the podcast in any way. Thank you. So. I hope you had a good-ass Thanksgiving. I hope you got all the the fixings, the turkey, the ham, or whatever food you eat on Thanksgiving. I hope it was amazing. I hope spending time with your family and loved ones was amazing. And I hope if anybody wasn't able to spend time with their family and loved ones that you are able to do that at some other point in the year or that you're able to find a special place to go during the holidays. And if you if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here because I'm also not really doing anything. So hit me up. It's fine. We we can be alone together. I, I would love that. <laughs> um this episode is about gratitude. Um again because Thanksgiving was last week I really wanted to touch on being thankful and being grateful for the things that we have in our lives. So I got with my guest, uh, Ms. Kindness. Yes, that is her real name. She will explain it in the episode. And we talked about gratitude and what it means to us. We talked about prioritizing and practicing gratitude, the benefits, and what would a Thanksgiving be without going around the table and saying what we're thankful for. So that's what we did. Um, We also talk about some of my man manifestations, uh, hypnotherapy, and how protecting her unborn child turned her into a cannabis consumer and a cannabis advocate. She has got a lot of stuff going on, and it all stemmed from her wanting to make sure that her child was protected and taken care of. Um, And I just think that's just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful story. And I know it may be the story for a lot of the can of moms out there or something similar. And I just say bless all y'all because babies ain't easy. And I understand why we need the cannabis for the whole process. So I think that's it. Um, I think it's about time we get into this episode. But before we do, I do want to mention that the stash the Bluntly Black Girls email newsletter, The Stash, has dropped. You are able to subscribe and get a dose of cannabis industry news, mental health tips, self-care tips, black woman entertainment news, things that just interest us um, in your inbox on a regular basis by subscribing to The Stash. And you can do that through the link in our bio on our Instagram page or go to www.bluntlyblackgirls.com and subscribe there. Okay, now I think that's it. Let's get into this episode. 
Um, so good morning. How are you feeling? Or good afternoon. I'm good. I'm good. Today's actually my uh, 14-year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Um, thank you. So I, I told my husband, I go, I'm going to do a couple things this morning. I worked a little bit. I had some appointments for my face and my lashes. And I'm going to do this interview. And then I'm off for the rest of the day. I'm all yours. So... Yes, let me go get cute real quick. Yeah. Then... <laughs> I love that. Congratulations. That's definitely a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it is um it is a feat. I'm going to say like 14 years is a minute. Um but I'm in it. I think I'm in it for the rest of my life, so we'll see. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Got to love love. You have to. Uh, That's essential to to maintaining a, a long-term relationship. You need to practice loving. A lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I am currently single. And so I'm like, hmm, it looks like so much work over there. <laughs> Are we it really is, ready for you know, when I think, I think about like when I was single, I was, I didn't get married until I was 32. And so I had a good, good 20s. I partied. I did all the things. Um, and I sometimes I missed my apartment, like when everything was where I left it because there was nobody else touching anything. <laughs> But I just, yeah, I think companionship is, mm -hmm. is, is far better. Even if it's not, um, you know, marriage or whatever the term is. But I think like having people in a community that you know you can, that you can have until the end is, is what we need and want as humans. Right, exactly. That's definitely the part that I'm looking for. And then I'm like, oh, but all the hard stuff too comes with it. Oh, you can't just get the one without <laughs> Buy one, get two free. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no, 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 you gotta go, gotta take the hard shit with it too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, um, I have already started recording. Okay. Uh, so, let's go ahead and just get into this. I want to make sure we get you out of here on time so that you can go have your enjoy your anniversary. <laughs> Put my eyebrows on. You know, yes. I, I want to make sure I can cuss because I just did. So you, Absolutely. Okay. Okay, cool. Be uh, authentically, bluntly you. Terrific. That is what we are all about here. Um, so let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It's my girl, Highness Queen. Now, I want to make sure I get this correct because love your name. <laughs> is you. it the whole Ms. Kindness B? Miss Kindness is my first name. So okay. it's just Miss Kindness. And then the B is because my maiden name is Bachelor. And okay. when I got married, I made Bachelor my middle name and took Ramirez. So my name is Miss Kindness Bachelor Ramirez. <laughs> Love that. I think, um, and, and for the people who haven't been on your Instagram or don't follow you already, yes, that is your legal given name. Um, and I just think that's just so amazing. Like, what a blessing uh, for your parents to give you in terms of you being a blessing in this world. Thank you. I think yeah. they did. I think, it. you know, my dad named me that. And yes, it is my legal name on my birth certificate. And so, um, Jason Beck, when you hear this episode, we're going to talk about it. It's really my name. <laughs> uh, we Oftentimes, people will be in my life for years. They will either be colleagues or friends, right? And then, like, eight years later, go, but what's your real name? And I'm like, I told you when I first met you, my name is Miss Kindness. And yes, that's my real name. Dad named me that. He said, as long as that's my name, then I will always be addressed as what I deserve. And so it, it was kind of an intention to, to, to make me either a blessing or a curse to people, I guess. 
you know what? I love that. I think that's beautiful. And just like a, a beautiful way to, especially for a black woman to um, come into this world. Cause you that know, part. Yeah. And, and it was, and it was from that. Cause you know, our parents, my parents, they didn't grow up necessarily being addressed as Mr. Or Miss. And mm-hmm. so it was very much like now people have to call you Miss. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, that's just even more beautiful than just, you know, the name itself is the story behind it. So I'm super excited um, about uh, doing this episode with you, Miss Kindness. And tell us a little bit more about yourself and um, about your relationship with cannabis. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a couple of stories in there. My relationship with cannabis because it has evolved um, over the years. I mentioned my dad and and you know how he is. Um, he is a conservative, former officer, military man. Uh, grew up in a really traditional black family. Everybody still goes to the same church. Uh, I'm the only Buddhist. Go figure. And <laughs> I was anti cannabis. I was like this has no benefit. I know people who smoke it and it's probably fine, but you shouldn't. I think there was even a period in my youth that I was telling people it was killing their brain cells because I believed it. That was what the egg in the pan said, the commercials. And I watched a lot of TV, like a lot of 80s kids did. And then I obviously tried it in my 20s. Obviously I did the things, but I just didn't know the benefit other than, okay, I'm a little sleepy. There wasn't any education around it. And I still was holding on to a lot of the schemas that I had heard growing up. So it wasn't until um, we were pregnant with our second child that I slipped and fell in a grocery grocery store on a puddle. And I damaged my pelvis so severely that I caused a condition that could have sent me into premature labor, which ultimately it did, but it also caused severe pain. And the only options were opioids, bed rest, and I'm like, you trying to kill my black baby? No, thanks. So I started doing some research. And I got to tell you, Jasmine, I Googled in 2012, natural remedies for chronic pain. And cannabis was like three pages of Google. Oh. And I couldn't believe it, believed it, was, was blown away by all the lies, went down this rabbit hole of our history, and then decided... I wasn't going to have any other mother go through what I had gone through and not learn the truth. And there's more to my story in that I tested positive because they tested me without my consent. And that awakened the activists because I do have a lot of family support. And I was like, you're not coming for my kids because of this. And it inspired me to leave the classroom that year. I stopped teaching high school and I started Club Kindness and started teaching anyone who would listen. I would go into their houses and do these little like weed Tupperware parties and talk to them about what I had learned. I love that. I love that. It's such a well-rounded story. Like you are an absolute convert and I love that for you. Thank you. (laughs) I am a convert. I was telling people it was hurting their brain and I'm like, you need it. You need it. Yes. Yes. And it just goes to show you like, uh, cause I am a nineties kid. So I am a product of the dare era. And mm-hmm. so I also got a very much, I don't know that we routinely saw the egg in the pan. I don't think I saw that until I was actually older, but you know, we had dare come into our school. We, we, we had it all the anti weed is a gateway drug. Yes. Seminars. So, um, it's always so interesting to see what was that pivotal moment for somebody to be like, okay, 
we at least got to give it a try. And um, a mother is going to protect her baby. This is is the thing. Like, I had to, I I was like, how, I'm, Google, obviously I went down an entire rabbit hole of like international research, medical research. So this whole, this concept that there's no research, it's not true. There's not a lot of American research, but science is the same everywhere. So Israel has tons of research if people want to know. But that's what came up for me, like protecting my child. So I have this unborn child in my womb. I'm in severe pain. I'm now in, I'm now depressed. It's impacting my marriage, my toddler, everything. So what are my options? Like, am I changing her biology with all of this sadness? Or is it better for me to just give her some cannabinoids in the most healthy way? I didn't smoke during pregnancy because the hot smoke is bad for a developing fetus. But I consumed tinctures. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is how our ancestors did it. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of Canna moms say, I think she's better for it. I think she's quite profound because of it. Right. There you go. And, you know, I'm going to believe a mother's intuition over somebody who's never even met this child, will never meet this child, their opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not based in fact um any day i yeah any day you gonna know better and i'm and i care more than anyone else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that uh, that in and of itself should be something right you think would weigh heavier but you know here we are in america america vibes that's what i call it Well, I'm so glad to hear that cannabis has been such a um, integral part of your healing journey um, in terms of a, a physical healing and also mm-hmm. taking care and growing your baby, taking care of your babies. And, you know, I'm sure as a mom, you know, outside of with the baby outside of the womb, it also helps, you know, during those very stressful times <laughs> when mommy needs a little break. <laughs> Listen, yes. It has really been like, yeah, I mean, physical healing is first and foremost. I, I, I often say like I can walk today because of God's plant, but um, definitely it has changed the way I see the world, how I think about things, how I approach conversations, how I parent 100%. Right. And, and in positive ways. And I, I think it's just so beautiful. Um, so... I always like to do a quick temp check with my guests. I think it's extremely important that we check in on our Canna sisters, our sisters everywhere, um, and just see how we're doing. I don't think we ask each other that enough. So how is your mental health? Thank you. And how's your week been? That is such a, you know, check in. Yes. Um, So my mental health is good. I feel so blessed. To have um, such a terrific community. And I attribute that to cannabis because that is primarily my community. Mm-hmm. And my husband, my children, my mama's still living, my daddy's still living, all my siblings are still living, and they're all older than me. I have, you know, great aunts, great uncles, great nieces, and great nephews that I am in the middle of experiencing in my life in my mid 40s. And so it feels amazing. Uh, I don't have as much money as I want. I get stressed out sometimes when my kid's out after dark because I'm like, where is he? He should be back. I um, wish, you know, my mother could remember more than she currently does. But 
I am so grateful to have a full experience of life every single day. And I've done a lot of things to make sure of that because after the pandemic, I wasn't so good. I made it through, but I wasn't so good. So I made a choice to do things like I microdosed ketamine. I went through a ketamine therapy program. I um, started using psilocybin on a regular basis. I incorporate different ways of cannabis into my practice. I started moving my body more because I, my mental health wasn't always what it is today. And so I really appreciate that question. And this week, I'm stressed because next week is MJ Biz. <laughs> and we're putting on this amazing tour called Feminine Forward Talks. And I got speakers coming through and three days in the suite and a whole team staying in the house and like bunch of wheels turning and sponsors, you know, supporting us and good stress is good stress, but that's how that's I feel this it. week. It's, yeah. Excited stress. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was going to say. That all sounds like stressful. Yes. Uh, as for somebody who also likes to coordinate things stressful. Yes. But it's that good stress. Good it's stress. Like, oh, okay. We're getting shit done. Like things are yes. happening. Together. <laughs> like, and then you get to stand back and be like, I did that. I did I that. Did. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So how are you? I am doing pretty well, actually. I uh, took this week off of work. I was actually supposed to be in LA, but I ended up getting a new car. Mm. Uh, so I got canceled, which, you know, new car, LA. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Uh, but I said, you know what? I'm still going to keep the time off of work. I don't want to deal with y'all people, no. So I'm going to just uh, stay home, relax, wake up when I want to and really go hard on all things podcast and i've gotten so much done this last few days not even just the podcast but also um like personally like so getting to see family and friends and stuff yeah like that. well i haven't seen it in a while and um just because i didn't have the time um and didn't even realize how much i needed that like community time with my people um, so I've been feeling really, really good. I've been feeling like I'm getting stuff done. I'm feeling motivated. Um, I definitely need to get up and move more because my mm. head be screaming at me and I know it's just because I'm not moving enough. Um, but otherwise I'm a happy lady. I'm a happy lady. And that's what's up, man. Right. And uh, like you said, like, I know that things are a little stressful right now, but it's good stress because I got a lot of stuff coming that I'm like been saying I'm going to do for the longest time and I'm finally doing it. And it just feels really good to be finally like seeing the, the actual, like from your head to like a physical thing. Yes. Yeah. So it's been a very good week for me. Yeah. Love that. Well, I love that. I don't, I'm, so this episode's going to release after Thanksgiving, but um, it's also the day before Thanksgiving. So I feel like, you know, you got all those holiday Thanksgiving gratitude vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which I'm not mad at. Not mad at all. In fact, you know, our topic today is going to be about gratitude and giving thanks. But so I'm so happy to know that like the temp check is correlating with the topic. <laughs> yes. I Day, I realize like that's kind of, that's really the only way I can be happy is to be grateful. That mm -hmm. that is the key. And and if people don't know that, that's the key. That mm -hmm. is the key. And then they say, well, how do you just be grateful? What does that even mean? I mean, we could talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We're going, to, we're going to. I'm very excited to have that conversation. Before we get into that conversation though, 
let's get high because you know I believe everything should be done high. Um. So let's talk about what we're smoking today. I'll go ahead and go first. I have disco. Wait, so where are you located? I'm in California, in Southern California, just out, just like east in a suburb east of LA. So I'm not okay. in like LA City. Um, I'm 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 a little bit east of that, but I can be in LA in 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so have you ever tried Disco J's? I have tried Disco J's. Yes. So that's what I actually, I, I couldn't even tell you when I bought this. Um, and I was like, oh, what am I going to smoke today? What can I roll up? And then I was like, oh, what's this little thingy underneath all this <laughs> other stuff? So I got a whole, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, diamond infused and encrusted joint in here that I didn't even know about. Nice. Okay. So we're celebrating that today. Don't you yes. love it when you find weed and you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what feels better, finding weed or finding money. Honestly. Oh, I right? think they're the same. They're, they're right. the same. Right. Because the money is just going to go buy weed anyways. <laughs> that part. That part. I mean, listen, illegal weed is hella expensive. So that's a whole nother topic for a show, Jasmine. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. When I... Like, when I my friend who I've known for years and I knew he used to sell weed, but I didn't know he still sold weed. And he's like, I'm like, man, I spent so much money at the dispensary. He's like, why don't you buy from me? And I'm like, what? And I was like, of course I'd rather put my money in your pocket than their mm -hmm. pocket. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I get so much better. So much more. Like I, just, I love him. So if you're in the Bay area, uh, shameless plug, hit up employee of the month. Uh, <laughs> He got the good shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, so much better. Always. I never it's always so much better because it's yeah. grown with, it's grown by one person with love, with intention, or they're going to like their farmer friends and getting us what we need. Yeah. Yep. I never thought I'd go back to black, uh, black market. Um, but I love it here. I mean, it's black. Why not? Why wouldn't I love it? <laughs> that part. I was like, what? let's reframe that. It's us. Yeah. It's us. <laughs> I want a black market. <laughs> I want to be there. Listen, I want the market to be free, right? So that we're not, we don't need to reschedule to three. We need to just get it off the list completely. Decriminalize, because that's what we need to do, because that's what we don't want to do. That's what they don't want to do. Decriminalize, because it means letting all of us out, mm -hmm. right? And then changing the minds of everyone who ever naysayed against it. It's, right. it's, uh, yeah, we, I want a free market. I want you to stay out of my backyard. Don't worry about what I'm growing. It's mine. I want to grow so bad on my balcony and I think it would be the perfect place. Um, I've been talking about growing for years and I still haven't done it, but I'm like, I could do it on the balcony, but our neighbors are so, um, I rent and I live in a, a townhouse that has an mm -hmm. HOA. And mm. they called and snitched on us about a sunshade we had on over our balcony to like, because we got these big ass fucking windows. So during the summer, it gets hot as hell. And so we put this, this wicker sunshade over it and they called the HOA on us and made us take it down. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like, this is why I will never live anywhere with an HOA because this is my house and you can't tell me what to do with my house. Right. 
But since I'm renting right now, I guess they can't. <laughs> and the HOA can, even if you bought the townhouse. That's the thing. You know, you're paying them to essentially tell you how to maintain and, and keep this maintenance. And, and it allows for these other individuals to say they're not completely compliant. But I will say, you can grow inside. The first plants I grew were in a closet, girl. And it was like, it was the most beautiful experience to watch those flowers bloom. Was it hard? It wasn't was it hard, hard at all. Was it? So have you grown outside? I've grown outside. Now I grow outside because I have a big backyard and, and you know, we throw it, we throw it next to the tomatoes and we just have weed and tomatoes and melons and stuff growing in our backyard. But my first one was in our little, our little townhouse, like, gosh, 10 years ago. And I, I bought these T, uh, T100 lights. <laughs> Anybody listening to me, they know T100 what? And I just changed out the bulbs because that was all I could afford at, for the seasons. And grew my plants over three months. And it was a beautiful experience. I mean, I started with clones. I didn't start with seeds because it's easier inside to do that. But mm. you should absolutely have that experience. And then when they start to smell, your whole house is lovely. <laughs> when they start to flower, you're like, That's, welcome into my garden when people come into your house. Because there's no containing that, even with I'm a closet. Not, I'm not mad about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have to do something because it's definitely on my bucket list. Uh, my stoner. My bluntly black girl bucket list is to grow my own weed. I cannot. It's like I've I've written manifestations about it, about, about sitting on my own balcony of like my mini mansion, just chilling out and smoking yes. my own homegrown weed. Like a dream. A it's dream. coming. It's, it's coming. coming. I know yeah. it. I picture it. I visualize it. I picture it. I know it's coming. I just can't. The day it happens. Ooh. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. me. Yeah. That's what, Okay, yes. That's when you're going to be like, look, send me a picture. Be like, look at this. That's it. I'm going to be like, I already yes. knew. It's just yes. a matter of time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Love that. Um, so, yeah. we uh, uh, Disco Jays. This is, the strain is uh, Lemon Cherry Gelato and Gary Payton, which are two of my favorite strains individually. So, of course, I'm going to love them together. Um, and, yeah. So, I'm going to smoke that. And... What are you smoking? I knew you were going to ask me that. Okay, so this is a, like, hold on, let me hold it all the way out of here because I am an old lady. This is a guava gelato. Ooh. And I'm actually using right now a vape. I'm using the packs. How do you, you like those? I haven't tried packs, but like people love them. I am kind of in love with this. This is my first packs era. So I have like, you know, all the devices. I am a dabber. Even though I teach that we don't know a lot about concentrates and we should probably be careful, I do love to dab. Um, and I love to smoke, but it's it's more ritual for me. So I'll typically smoke with another person if and, we, and we're sharing that sort of peace pipe. But I got this at a Compassionate Care event last weekend, and I've never had one. And I am digging it. Also, I like this strain. It's really good. It sounds amazing. Well, I mean, we're both doing a gelato today. We both got a gelato blend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love a good gelato. A good fruity gelato is, you know, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, so I'm used. I'm getting used to how you use these because you got to like shake it to turn it on. Then you got to wait for it to tell you it's ready to hit. That's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, see, I'm so glad you said that because I would have never known that because I'm a crazy person who refuses to read instructions. And so I, I would have been trying to get that thing to work. I'm like, look. You gave me something broken. <laughs> it is oh. like this whole technology. And I'm like, and I had to go back and read. And it's like, shake it. And I was like, okay. And then when you shake it, the little light comes on. 
And then it says, oh, you know, wait for it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would have never known. I would have. Okay, now I feel like maybe I wasn't meant to try pack spas until we talked because I would have been just going crazy. So Jesus was like, "Baby, just wait." There just you wait. go. Because you ain't gonna figure this out on your own. I know you. This is the week of winning. I love yes, it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um. Okay, so I love this. I I I love these. They're just they and the sparkle, yeah. And they, I'm not. It tastes good, but I'm not great with taste. Like most weed, just kind of all taste the same to me. Ooh, um, no, you did not say that. Oh I no, I I have a theory. It's because my taste buds are burnt off. Okay. Um, so some things I can taste, like uh, limonene, I can do a little. I am a little bit better about you know being able to identify that. But almost everything else is like, it's weed. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And I think limonene does have a very distinctive, you know, coming through in like all those tangies and citrus flavors. So you get it like in your, at the back of your tongue. Right. Um, and in your, in your throat through these olfactories. But I think like smelling it first, you know, before you, in its, in its flower form, before you hit it will help maybe awaken some of those senses. Cause for mm-hmm. me, if it doesn't smell good, I don't even want to smoke it. So um, on my last episode, I was talking to somebody about terpenes. And um, I I realized that I don't know if it's that I'm not good with the taste and the smells or the flavors and the smells because I can't actually taste and smell it or because I can't connect the smell to a, like, a name or a word. Mm. And so because smells i do i can t- smell the differences but i don't know how to identify them if and so your sense. brain wants that your brain wants you to be able to stick it in a in a in, in a, a in a pocket like in this yes, compartment yes, yes. very much like this goes here this goes here this goes here this goes here and right now everything's everywhere so well, i'm like start with do i like it does it smell good or is it stinky yeah i normally you know i got to the point where i was just like Eh, let's just smoke it and see what happens. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah, like, let's just smoke it and see what happens. And I think that's probably why I'm like a stickler or like a sucker for names because really I'm like, it sounds interesting. So, you know, let's try it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, I do like this. This is pretty good. It's got me talking. So that's okay. All- this. You could already feel it. You could feel the uplift. Yes. It's those gelatos. So, I'm a fan of gelato for sure. I mean, it's so well-rounded. And then, so yeah. my friend, he gave me a gelato sherb. Uh, so cross between gelato and sherbet. Mm-hmm. It is like the perfect hybrid. Mm. Perfect hybrid. Like, I almost don't feel high, but I'm like getting hella shit done. Those are the best strains, I feel yeah. like. The ones that, like, give you relaxation but clarity. Yeah. Like you're not sleepy. Like, yeah, yeah, like, because you know how even some sativas, like, when you're really, really high, like, you can feel it. You're like, oh, shit, I'm high. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm like, did I just smoke? Or did I just, like, somehow get, like, 30 minutes of a bunch of work done for no reason? Because It I- is that. No, it is. It's yeah. like, it's, those are the best because I think they're the ones that have well, I will say probably higher in CBG if we're thinking about cannabinoid profiles. 
because that does sort of promote that clarity, but you don't feel stony. That's mm -hmm. the key. It's the stony feeling that like shuts you down sometimes, but right. an uplifted high that, is always pleasant. Yeah. In terms of like cannabinoids, the only one besides THC is a cannabinoid, right? Yes. The only one besides THC and CBD that I've like kind of ventured into looking into has been CBN. Because uh, of the sleep component. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I haven't looked into CBG. So maybe that'll be the next one on my list of like, hey, let's research some stuff. Let's try some stuff. I got another one for you. So I want you to try CBG because you like that mental clarity without mm -hmm. the stony. And I want you to try THCV because it's going to take you somewhere else. It's got like, that's the metabolism booster, the appetite um, suppressant, and it gives you kind of energy. So a lot of um, people who are like, well, I don't want to get the munchies. I want to feel like caffeinated almost. They'll go to a THCV. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, we're all learning more as we're allowed yeah. to learn more. But I, I am. Say, that's the, the, one of the great things about this plant is just, just so many things that you can do. You can try. Like I love, it's the Googler in me. Like I mm -hmm. love trying new things and like going to figure out like, oh, how does this feel? How does it, it's like a, like a, like a, like a little research party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I so, just had yeah, an article this morning from my my uh, the music my music manager on our tour, and it was like about how cannabis is um, essentially changing our biology, long term mm -hmm. use. And so I can't wait to dig into that article. I'm like, I was just talking about this that I think yeah. I'm a different person biologically than I was like 12 years ago. I mean, naturally you are, but I mean, I feel like the cannabinoids have done something. Right. Yeah. See, and that's not even something I've ever even th thought about. So that's like, that's a whole nother rabbit hole that I'm happy to jump down. Yep. I'm going to send you the article. <laughs> yeah. Just um, I just love, I love cannabis. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm adding CBG and THCV to my list of let's figure it out. Yes. Um, and then I think. I think I'm very much ready for high blessings. I'm feeling very, um, I don't know, high, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> so um, this is the part of the show where we just kind of affirm or manifest or really speak into each to ourselves. Um, and of course, why not do it high? So would you like to do your high blessing first or you want me to do mine? You do yours first. Okay. Um, so my high blessing is simple and to the point. I am a powerful manifester. And and this is because this comes from the car. I I the my car that I just got, I her name is Black Beauty, and that is actually she that's exactly what she is. I love that. Um, Thank you. Uh, I said for probably the last two years that I was going to get a car at the end of this year. At the end of 2023, I was going to buy a car. And it got to about June or July. And I've been saving money or whatever, but, you know, really know how much I should have been saving. Um, or I would dip into it every once in a while. Um, and June or July, okay, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe we wait till next year. Like maybe we wait till next year, even though this is the thing I've been telling myself for the last two years, I'm like, mm, I don't know. And then all of a sudden my car kept getting broken into. <laughs> um, my car was broken into three times 
in three months. And two of those months, I wasn't even here at home. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not putting any more money back into this car. Like, I'm just going to have to figure it out. Like, oh my gosh, I guess I got to go to get a new car. Now I can't go to LA, like all these things. And then when I got the car, I was like, one, this is the first car I've ever bought by myself. No help from my parents. The car is mm. like even my last car. My parents paid the down payment, but I paid the payment, so I paid for most of it. Yeah. Um, but it was in my my mom's name because she had amazing credit. Um, this is the first car in my name that I paying everything. I'm like, I'm an adult. What That's happened? what's up. Yes. What <laughs> like it was such a moment of like accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought about it later and I was like, you know, maybe that's why your car kept getting broken into. Now I will still say thieves, if you are listening, you need to be better at your job. There's <laughs> no reason why you should not be able to steal a car after breaking into it three times. I could have filed an insurance claim. I was waiting. I was waiting for you to actually be good at your job and take the damn car so I could at least file a claim and get some more money before I went about this new car. No. You just broke into it three times and failed. And damaged it, yes. Be better at your job. (laughs) Anyways, besides all that, I feel like it was God saying, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make sure you know that you have been been working towards this. You have been asking for this. You have been manifesting this for two years. You are not going to let anything get in the way of that, including yourself. Even if that means I have to break into this car three times to make you say, hey, we get a new car. That's what, that's it. That is everything. Like I just said this morning in a conversation, we always get what we deserve, even mm-hmm. the bad things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over since I've gotten the car and since I've had that realization, it's been like, oh, I can manifest. Like, you know, there's been other things where I'm like, oh, this happened. I made it happen. But this was the first one that really felt like you manifested this thing. You put the work in, but you manifested this thing and you believed in yourself and you had a goal and you did it. And it just feels so amazing. So amazing. Congratulations. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm very No, happy. wait, are you, did you trade in the old car? Are you selling it? I sold the old car for like less than $400 because mm-hmm. I didn't get it started. And then he started it and got it on the tow truck. But I'm like, whatever, at least it's out of here. <laughs> like, just, just take it away. Take it away. Yes. Yes. So, Let me move forward. Yes. yes. <laughs> PB no more. PB and J is no more, but now we are black beauty and J. So I'm so, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's fine. I yeah. love it. That is my, um, my man, my high blessing is that I am a powerful manifester so i have mine and i just i love this so much this is just such a beautiful conversation so my high blessing um is that i am able to give and receive love freely it is um not something i see that everyone can do and i wish that for everyone Mm -hmm. because uh, in the last couple of months some new relationships have come into my life that have really expanded my capacity for love, that have shown me how to do it well, how to do it right, um, how to accept it and trust it and be honest with it and let it fill me 
and then it spills out and then I'm nicer to other people because of it. And they're like, what is this new love you're giving me? Um, and it's because I've allowed it to grow inside of me. And so I do have people in my community who experience trauma. We all experience trauma, but who are still in the thick of learning how to process and heal from it. And what I see that they are missing is that, like the ability to receive love freely so that it can expand inside of you and then you can give it freely. Right. And it's hard for us because it, it means we have to trust other humans and humans, they like to hurt each other sometimes. And, and then we keep transferring that forward. So I think just in a, a large part of my healing journey, I manifested that new love, additional love, and it came to me. And now it is just growing like a wildfire inside of me. And I want to tell the whole world, like, it's okay to, to, to receive love. It's okay. I love that. One, I love that for you and that you've gone through that journey and that you're here and you're, you're wanting to spread that. Uh, but also, I love it because I feel like you're speaking the truth. Mm. Being honest. I know... Remember, I was telling you about the companionship. Like, I'm sitting here like, yes, I want the companionship, but I'm I really ready for a relationship. And I know that one of those things is being able to trust and receive yes. love. And that's something that is very difficult for me. And so it's something that I've been working on, you know, in therapy and, you know, figuring out how that, what that process looks like for me. But this feels like a very much a, a, a reaffirming, of hey stay on track Here that's the next thing you need to manifest we're we're we gonna give you evidence we're gonna mm -hmm. give you an example we're gonna give you somebody's testimony so we can keep you on track so you can be there that's exactly what this feels like right now so i love that for you and i love <laughs> I, I love thank you so much for sharing it because hey girl i feel like i got two high blessings over here listen <laughs> okay i know <laughs> it, it, it is kind of in reverse because I was thinking about like okay well I manifested this thing I have now this new love and this but this new love is is, an, is really the blessing because I learned how to receive it mm -hmm. and so yeah I think we just we flip flopping right now because yeah. the next thing you're going to manifest is that mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you know I don't know if it's like a black woman thing but Giving love is so much easier for us than receiving. Mm. That's true. That is true. Because um, mm. it's like even even something as simple as asking for help. Like yeah. it's so easy for me to extend myself and help somebody else, but I will sit over here and crumble just because I don't want to ask for help. And it's, listen, it's Jasmine, that is like our downfall. It's yeah. the number one. So I I I coach right. I I coach individuals in small groups. And I have what's called the nine pathways to holistic wealth. And number one is ask, identify and ask for the help that you need. That is step freaking one. Yep. Yep. I, I don't and think God like put it hardest. here. Say it <laughs> so again. I understand why I said it feels like the hardest. So I understand why it's number one, because it's a be number one. Big step. <laughs> it's like the most important step because yeah. you got to first identify like, what is it that I need? And then you got to go and get it from where you need to get it, which mm -hmm. means you got to ask for it, whether it be from God, the universe, others, people, yourself, mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to be honest about it. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> and, and, and it goes, like I said, I feel like you can sometimes interchange 
asking for help and asking for love or, you know, giving help and giving love because those things are so giving help is giving love. Like that is a way to show love. Right. And and getting help is to, is a way to receive it. And so, you know, they're big steps, but listen, you're you're full on adulting. Okay. I know. Who am I? (laughs) Who is this person? I keep telling my mom, I am not an adult. I need adult supervision. I need a penny sitter sometimes. Who told me I was able to get myself ready in the mornings? Because, uh, I know. What is this? But, you know, I'm here. I'm here for the growth. Yes. I'm here for what else we got to do? What else we got to do besides grow? We're going to be here. I mean, you just gonna sit there? I get bored easily, so mm-hmm. we need to do something. That's right. Um, and whether you're growing up or growing down, you're still growing. You're going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, which direction you want to be going in? I I like to go toward the sun. I yeah. think that's that's the. I want to go with the trees. Warm up there, you know. I don't like being cold. Um, so those are some beautiful high blessings. Again, I feel like I got a double dose today, so I very much. Very, very, very much thank you for that. And um, I'm going to take a hit because I feel like, you know, you got to breathe all that in. And bless mine sparkles when I light it. Now you got me like wanting to go and um, I'm going to roll up something now. See, I need somebody I need to be like, I need my, my, my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ooh. So when I become a like billionaire mm. absolutely hiring my own personal roller and then we'll just we're just yeah we're just gonna travel i, I need a dri- i need a driver who can roll i need a combo because i don't want to drive it's anymore hard. i feel like yes i feel like i'm tired of driving and i think like i could do a lot from the passenger seat if somebody else was driving and i'd have company it's like a devil so i need them to also know how to roll <laughs> i don't know because i I don't know that I don't like driving, but I prefer to be the driver because I'm a mm. control freak. Um, so I think if I could mix my roller with the chef, ooh, right. Look, look. If 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 yeah. we could mix the roller with the chef with with a man, all like my man, all in one. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You have to be specific in your request. So the Look, list is getting refined. Yes, yes. <laughs> Look, when we get married. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You, you know, because then you got you, you got to condense. Yeah. Uh, how many great, great qualities can we pack into one person? That's beautiful. I love yeah. it. The chef and the roller and all in the man. That's right. Yeah. Get it. Yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was fun. Um, let's get into this blunt talk. Okay. Now, it is, like I said, it's uh, the day before Thanksgiving. This is going to release after Thanksgiving, but uh, gratitude should be given at all times, I believe. Um, so I wanted to talk about giving thanks and what that means, what that looks like, and how, how it makes us feel, and how we can incorporate cannabis with that. Because again, why, why not do everything high? Um, So what does giving thanks or what does gratitude mean to you? 
Like, how would you define that? Um, I think simply put, it means knowing that what you do have, you don't have to have. It's, it's, it's that simple. Like, you know, <laughs> having black parents like, oh, you don't want to do that? Okay, well, you don't have to have that. It's mm -hmm. that lesson. Like, you don't want to clean that? Okay, well, let's take that out of your room. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to care for that? Okay, then you don't get to have that pet or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, you don't want to keep your shoes clean? Okay, I'm not going to buy you expensive shoes again. So it was learning those lessons through how do you show that you are thankful? How do you show that you appreciate things? I think gratitude, appreciation, we can use those words interchangeably if it's easier for people. Um, but it is knowing that absolutely what you've received, what you have, the fact that you woke up today did not have to be. It could have been something else. And so accepting that and appreciating that and then learning to decide like if you want more of it, or less of it, then you really have, then you step into the manifestation, right? But first you have to accept and appreciate what is. Because we could spend a whole bunch of time thinking about all these places we want to be, all these other things we wish we had. And I think that's when we, we, we can't be happy because we aren't aware of what we already do have. Right. If I'm not grateful for the, the, you know, the, the first jacket I got, <laughs> the second one is not coming. And that's what I believe. Now, others might disagree and be like, well, I'm never grateful for anything. And I just get everything I want. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm not about that life. But for me, it is simply recognizing that what you have, you don't have to have. I love that. And I think it's a really um, good way to look at it. I know for me, I feel like I didn't really understand gratitude beyond the surface level um, or giving thanks beyond the surface level until like recently. Mm. And I feel like, you know, my parents always taught me to be respectful. So when you say, please, you say, thank you. You say, you say those, you know, the surface level words, which yes, they still have meaning, but I really never dived into like, what do I feel? Like why? Mm -hmm. Like, let's actually like talk about the things that I do have and embrace those and see what happens um, until I forget what made me start doing it. But um, I started a, I put in a gratitude alarm on my phone. So every day at 9 PM um, I get an alert that says, what are you grateful for? And I have to name off at least one thing that I'm grateful for that day. And you said something, Jasmine. You said something key here because you, you stepped into practice, which I think is the second step in maintaining gratitude because you set up a practice so that you can do it. But the first thing you said is, I thought about like what I have. What mm -hmm. do I have? As opposed to what do I want? Because I think most of the times we're like, Oh, you get so excited when you feel so grateful and you start crying and the tears come and you're so thankful because you got something that you were like wishing for. But right. true gratitude starts with what do I already have? Right. And you said that you, you were just talking and that was the first thing you said. And then you went on to like, okay, so then I established a practice of actually focusing on thinking about what I have. Right, right, exactly. And I think that's perfectly put because it was very much 
I'm thankful in the moment because this good thing happened or I got this good thing. But I'm like, but it, I feel like it should be more than that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it should be, there's, there's more to appreciate in life than just those things that happen in the moment. Um, and, and I'm, you know, on this journey to be happy and, you know, figure out what happy looks like for me. And so I started that alarm and it has made a huge difference. Like you could have never told me, you know, a year ago or even days into starting this alarm that it could have made this much of a difference in my outlook on things. Like the first time they broke into my car, I didn't cry. Mm -hmm. I didn't scream. I didn't go off. I called my mom and I was kind of laughing about it. Mm -hmm. And she called me back the next day and she's like, you know, me and your dad were talking and we were like, you handled that so well. Like any other time you would have been flipping out, breaking down, cussing everybody out. And I was like, yeah, I didn't. I just, those feelings didn't come. And I think it was because I had gotten to the practice of, okay, yes, this really sucky thing happens, but I bet you I can sit here and think of at least one thing that I'm grateful for. Yep. It just makes it easier to deal with the negative things when they do come because they're going to come. They're going to come. But if you, yeah, if you stay grounded in what you do have, then Mm -hmm. what you don't have doesn't feel so burdensome. Um, right. And I think it makes things feel more possible because then you have a stable foundation from which to, to land. You know, I can I can come back. I can go. I could be poor. I could be broke tomorrow. I, and I and I know how to make money again. So like, there is a there. I do know what it feels like to have a lot less. And so what I do have every day, I'm grateful for. I really appreciate that you talked about it in such a simple way. I think people. Um, oh, I'm going to set a timer and I'm going to do this. And, and they think like, eh. but you actually have to do it when the timer goes off too. You actually yep. have to implement the practice because by doing that, then your brain starts to change. Yes. And then you become the version of yourself that you want to be. Anybody who's ever written a book about this, anybody who's ever been successful, the, high, the habits of highly successful people, they all say the same thing. You establish a practice and you stick to it. And yep. through that practice, you start to evolve. But, it, you know, it's the sticking to it, right? It's the doing yeah. it every night. How do you make sure that every night you actually do it? I stop what I'm doing and do it right there. And you That's know what's it, so no funny? Yeah, and you know what's so funny? And I also make whoever is around me do it. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. So, um, like, if I'm on the phone with my mom and the alarm goes off, I'm like, oh, what are you grateful for? She already knows. Like, she's gotten to the point where she knows, okay, don't try it. I'm like, no, stop right now. What are you grateful for? And my friends and everything. And it's funny because I am, I'm, I am horrible about routines. Hmm. <laughs> I am horrible about routines. Um, but until you said that, like it's a practice and you stick to it. I'm like, it really is. Like I've, I've made this a priority. I've made sure that when that alarm goes off, I do it. Cause I have plenty of other alarms on my phone. I have an, I have to set an alarm to remind myself to take a break from work. Or else I'll be mm. sitting there for hours on end, just like zoned in. And most of the time that alarm goes off and I just keep sitting there. Okay. You're right. Today, Today you are taking a break every time that break alarm goes that off. Alarm goes off, right? Yes. <laughs> but the gratitude alarm, I immediately, and I think it's because I was so dedicated in the beginning when I first started, I said, I'm going to do this. 
and mm. now it's gotten it's a to habit. Be a habit. Right. Exactly. To where I don't even I didn't even realize it until you said like how do you keep yourself? I just do it right then and there. And I'm like, I didn't used to do that. And I don't do that with other things. So this is a thing. Like this is not just like, oh, I just do it. This is like I'm I'm committing. I'm committing mm-hmm. and making uh and honoring that commitment every time that alarm comes on. And it may honestly it's making me be like, okay, well, you can do that with other things too. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You want to know a secret? We are so kindred. I, every day at 3 p.m., and I can my calendar's right here behind the screen, um, I have a reminder that says, decide to resist the least, because least resistance is a practice, right? We are so wanting to change everything and control everything, and, and so least resistance is a part of my meditation mantra. What is happening to me, I deserve. What is happening to me, I have chosen in some way. What is, if I don't like what is happening to me, I can change it, but I am not resisting it. And it is every day at three o'clock and it is a practice. And I just do that quick mantra because it's the time for me when like the lull happens, you need to take a break from work. You need to get up from your desk. It's like when most people are are sleepy, that's like what we've learned about our, you know, our rhythm. And so I pick 3 p.m. to do that. Not the gratitude practice, but the least resistance practice, very close, but same thing. And now it's a habit. And if I'm in the car, I'm like, okay, what am I feeling right now? Everything I'm getting, I deserve. Everything is happening to me, I've chosen in some way. You know, every day, every day. So I was was listening to you and I was like, I love that so much. I'm going to tell her that I do that at three (laughs) o'clock. Yes. Yes. Oh, it feels so good to know that I'm not the only one with random alarms. (laughs) No, you are not. And I think it's a really great tool for people listening to who learn from this. Like, set the damn alarm (laughs) and let it bug you for like two weeks. Like, it'll bug you. You'll be like, ah, there goes that alarm again. But don't turn it off. Because like one day you're going to be like, okay, you know what? This alarm keeps going off. Today I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it it makes a world of difference. A world of difference. A world of difference. Again, when I started this, I would have never thought it would produce the feelings that I have now. Mm, And I think the main reason (sighs) that I started it was because I was trying to think of what am I grateful for? And I, I couldn't come up with anything. And so I'm like, well, this is a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a problem. And so I'm like, well, okay. If I, again, if I practice it, it won't be so hard for me to come up with these things. And and now I could easily name off things that I'm grateful for. And I, and I, and I love that. I love it. It's, I bet uh, it's a bunch of stuff that you don't have to have. Like you don't have to have your own townhouse. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a new car. You don't have to have glasses that the prescription is accurate on so you could see out of. Because if you've ever had an old prescription and you can't afford to get new ones, you know what that feels like. Yeah. Right? Like simple, simple. Even things as simple as I'm grateful for making it home from work. You know, you didn't have to make it home from work because there are plenty of people who didn't. That's right. Um, I've heard about two final destination style accidents. Um, for my friends in the last couple of days. And so when I came home from meeting up with them the other night, um, I was, I'm just grateful for making it home safely because mm. You know, mm. I just heard two crazy ass stories and those could have one easily ended badly. Thankfully, nobody was hurt in either accident. Um, or that could have been me. That could have been that you. Yeah. Been mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm grateful for safety. safety. And like you said, 
something that you didn't have to have because there are plenty of people who don't make it home and and being one of the ones who do is an absolute blessing yes yes high blessings (laughs) so that was beautiful (laughs) so beautiful i feel really good um I think I think it's because I appreciate gratitude more, but I always feel really good talking about gratitude. It just makes me happy inside. Um, I don't know. We may have we may have kind of answered this already, but why do you think gratitude is so crucial? Why is it so important to who we are and who we want to be, where we want to go? You know, all of those things. Even just living in the moment. Yeah, I think we kind of did, but no, you you just you spoke to it. What gratitude does is allow us to live in the moment. It it allows you to center yourself, right? Sit back at nine o'clock, that practice that you enter into. You are every night having to be still, having to take a moment to stop whatever it is you're doing and center yourself in a moment of mindfulness and ask yourself an intimate question about what you genuinely feel. And that is the, the stepping ground for, for how we, the, the foundation for how we grow, how we get bigger, better, stronger, wiser, going back to self, going back to center, asking ourselves what we have and what we need. And that practice of, of, of gratitude, awareness is the only way I think we can grow because it keeps reminding us where we are. And then we assess, 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 assess. Without judgment, mm-hmm. without judgment, you you can't be like I I'm so glad I have a house, but I'm so mad I don't have a yacht, right? Like I'm so glad I have a house, right? Stop. Period. That's it. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I um I know you're a coach as well. Um my and I can tell. What can I just say that I can tell? Oh. You're just so, you're just so inspiring and just like a lot I appreciate of- you so much. This is just yeah. an easy conversation. It's like yeah. these are all the things I like to talk about. <laughs> yes, yes. Um we we had a call the other day and um she gave an acronym of give daily. Mm. So um give uh gratitude, intentions, visualize, execute. Um, and she's like, that's what you do every day. Every morning when you wake up, you give, and uh, you, you give yeah. gratitude, you set your intentions, you See visualize it? your day and go and do it. Do it. And I was I like, love that. Yeah, I, like I that. love that so much. Yes. 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 I love that. And, and because I do my alarm at night, um, it kind of gave me a new, new way to start my day. Mm-hmm. So I actually haven't haven't really I need to put this little notepad next to my bed so I remember when I wake up in the morning. But I'm excited to like start starting my day with gratitude because I've seen what it's done for, you know, my life overall, just doing it in the evening. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what kind of day you can have when you start off that way. Um, let alone just ending it that way. And so for me, it's so important because I think it's really starting to shape the way I see things and shape the way I react to things. And I, and I know my reaction, 
self-aware moment. I know mm. my reactions have always uh, been something that I struggle with, um, trying to find what I feel is a safe reaction and balance that with what other people feel like a safe reaction. Mm. Finally gotten to the point where I'm like, we're not worried about them other people. Right? Nope. So that was step one. And now I feel like gratitude has made it easier for me to be calm yes. in the moments where I really want to lose my shit. And although I still don't I'm not I'm not doing it because I'm concerned about how somebody else is gonna view me. I don't want to give uh, I don't want to be an angry person. That's it. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be an angry person. So it's mm -hmm. not about necessarily how they view me. It's about how I view me. Yes. Yes. And so gratitude has helped me be able to tamper down some of those very explosive reactions that even I would be like afterwards. I'm like, okay, Jesse, did you need to go that hard? Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you have to go explosive? Um, and and it makes me like you know want to pat myself on the back. That's right. That's right. Listen, I think people who have like a lot of power, it can come out in a lot of ways, right? Like I I have a lot of energy. You mm -hmm. you you calling me inspiring and motivating, and I appreciate that, and I work to be that, right? I want to be that, and I seek inspiration from others so I can share that and be a reflection of that. But but baby. <laughs> Just like I'm a lot in happy, I can be a lot in mad. All of that. Yes. Yeah. And so this, for me, I've been like three seconds, you know, say something to me and I feel it. I feel my adrenals. As soon as I feel my adrenals, that's my alarm to take mm -hmm. some breaths, three, four breaths before I answer. So your alarm on your phone that's saying, what are you grateful for? My spike when you say something left to me is a trigger right away for me to breathe. Mm -hmm. It's like alarm. Breathe. I need to get that. I need to start implementing that. Because you can feel it. You can feel your adrenals. You feel the spike. You know what I'm talking about, that moment, I right? I do, but I don't. I, I feel it, but I don't normally recognize it until after I've already said something crazy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so now you're going to have a different conversation with yourself, though. Right. Yep. <laughs> let's, at, let's maybe breathe before <laughs> we respond, and that'll give us the time to feel it. <laughs> Before we say yeah. something, stupid. not necessarily stupid either, but just not, you no, know, yeah. not nice. Just something that you're not so proud of after you say yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> normally it's not what I'm saying that I'm not upset or I'm not like feeling bad about. It's more the delivery is probably wrong. 100%. I always say that like when I'm, even when I'm yelling at my husband, I'm like, he's like, you don't have to be so mean. I'm like, just listen to what I'm saying. Don't worry about how I'm saying it. Yes. But I know better. I know yes. better. <laughs> they're like it's kind of hard not to listen to how ma'am <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah we we very much are kindred spirits here i'm telling you i'm telling you <laughs> but yeah i think for me that's one of the uh the, the main reasons i think gratitude and giving thanks is so important is because it's reshaped how i react mm -hmm. and i also think it's drawn me closer to some to, to certain relationships mm. like being grateful for you know my family and realizing that they don't have to be here right and Ooh. it makes me so much want to be so much closer to them and spend so much more time with them um 
because you, you never know when you're not going to be able to make memories with them anymore. That can happen at any point. And any time. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm grateful that your mother and father think about you after you get off the phone and have something like somebody break in your car and then can see the growth and then call you and celebrate that. Right. Right. That's what you said your mama did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> yes. But yeah, cause uh, it was, it felt really good to have them recognize that and like have them, um, not only did I feel proud of me, like when, when, when she said it, like I felt proud of me because they were proud of me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I know not everybody has the greatest relationship with their parents, one or and or both, but I have a very close relationship with my parents. And so it means I always want them to be proud of me. I'm always out here trying to make sure that I am a good reflection of how they raised me. Yeah. Um, and so to to get that back, yeah, it really did feel good. It really did feel good. And like you said, you give thanks for those moments. Because let me tell you, there have absolutely been moments where I'm like, you, you can't see my growth. I'm crying here. pissing me off. I know that's right. I know that's right. All the more oh, reason yeah. to be grateful for the good days. Right. Exactly. Because exactly. I remember them bad ones. Mm-hmm. Saying that, that you don't have to have it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, so besides, you know, we we've talked about the benefits of of gratitude. What do you think are like your favorite benefits of having these moments of gratitude and appreciation for the things around you? Um, that's a great question. I'm gonna go somewhere like kind of silly, but. Honestly, just less like physical stress, like just not worrying about shit. Like, I just don't worry about shit as much. I'm like, oh, damn, that bill's due. Oh, damn. I just got a $12,000 tax bill. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you know what? We don't have to work that out. I'm grateful that I have the ability to make money. Good. Good. I could work. Good. I can make payment arrangements on that, (laughs) you know? And so I just don't have the same physical stress, which means like less wrinkles, less eczema flare ups. These are things I see, I know that manifest in my body when I'm stressed, um, less hip pain, less joint pain, because all of those things come up when, when my adrenals are up and I'm stressed. And so, so learning how to let things go and learning how to appreciate what I have and not attaching to what I don't have, because that's silly, because I don't even got it, so how am I attached to it? It, it reduces my physical stress and that makes my body feel better. And then that makes me a nicer person and it's all cyclical. You know, I'm a better mom, better wife, better friends, better colleague, because I'm not under a tremendous amount of physical stress. And I don't think we realize like how much mental stress can impact our physical health. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, my son has the same thing. If he's stressed out, he gets a cold. And I'm like, oh, oh you got that from me. That's genetic. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's got to be a rough life. It is. And so especially when he's a teenage boy. So right now he's like, I don't feel good. I'm like, that's your mind. Let's go do something. Because mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I will wake up like, oh, I don't feel good. My body's aching. And I know it's just because I was mentally stressed. And it mm-hmm. does manifest in my cells. So, yeah, just just the benefits are that you, you just don't hold on to as much, less attachment, and then less physical pain. And, you know, also what I heard you say in there um, made it easier to problem solve. 
Hmm. Like, like how you said, like, oh, I got this, you know, $12,000 bill. Okay, well, I'm gonna make some money, but I can also, you know, get a payment plan set up or we can do this hustle over here. Like, it gives you the mental clarity to be able to solve those problems when they do come up because you're not like, your mind's not chaotic. Yeah, I'm not spiraling. You're so right. Yeah, thank you for that. Because it does provide more clarity. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And um, I definitely, so I, I found some internet stuff. I love my Google. <laughs> uh, and one of them uh, about, you know, the benefits of gratitude. And one of them is boosting your mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just reading and paraphrasing here. Research showed that grateful people had less depression and stress, lower blood pressure, more energy, greater optimism. Um, cortisol, which is often called the stress hormone. Yep. Um, and when our body produces too much of it, it can deplete, deplete our immune system. So there you go. Like you said, getting sick and raise blood sugar, mm-hmm. blood sugar levels. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you stress and that cortisol goes up, then... Like you said, the immune system goes down. So I guess it makes sense that, you know, people get colds. I myself, um, just, you know, a little ramp tangent. I do not get sick very often because I am obsessive about not being around sick people and washing my hands religiously even before COVID. Um, I haven't been sick since COVID and I haven't caught COVID. Knock on wood. Thank you, Jesus. Knock on wood. Can, yes. That's what's up. But when I do get sick... <laughs> It's really bad. You would swear I had the plague. Yes, <laughs> you yes, would swear yes. I was dying. And so anytime somebody talks about like lower immune system or getting sick, I get a little terrified because I'm like, no, I don't get a little yes. sick. I get a lot of bit sick. I get big sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I cannot imagine my life if I got sick every time my stress, like, oh, a heart, a I'm so glad you found gratitude because it's a hard life to live. It's hard. I mean, I was born with eczema and I'm in the rare percentage of people, 92% of us uh, grow out of it. I didn't, right? So I have eczema. Like, And if I'm stressed, it flares up. And that's the worst. It's just the worst. And so I really had to learn how to like manage my stress because it was a, it was a physical reaction every time. And it, uh, eczema is like the itchy skin, the itchy skin and the inflamed skin, the rashes, and it's you know allergy. They can't they can't figure it out. They don't know. <laughs> I think it's an immune response. I can feel it. Yeah, they don't know, but they want to give you drugs to to. Oh yeah, give me some steroids. Yep. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll take mm-hmm. my uh my plant from the earth. That calms and rub it all over my body. Right, that calms me, and we can do this from the inside out without your white man drugs. That's right. <laughs> um, it so some more benefits of gratitude. It slows down aging. Uh, mm. Daily practice of gratitude even slowed down some of the effects of neuro neurodegenerative degenerative. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Uh, that occurs when we age, which I can't say it, but I know that they're talking about like Alzheimer's and dementia and like, you know, when you're, when your mind starts to go. So daily gratitude helps slow down your mind. Degeneration in the brain. I really love that because cannabis helps as well. And so 
Imagine you are implementing a regular, you know, intake process of cannabis and all of its wonderful compounds, and you're practicing a gratitude practice, and you're like sleeping well and eating fruit and vegetables. You might never wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no crack, okay? <laughs> no, yeah, that's such so a. I, I honestly, that's one of. I'm going to say this is uh, my science that uh, uh, reasoning why we we smoke uh, while and after we do our high blessings because you know adding that cannabis cannabis in there with the with the gratitude with the manifestation with the affirming it it helps make your brain not die. Yep. There you go. Keeps your brain living. Love it's that. Science. Love it. Um, being thankful helps you bond. So like I said, I feel like it's made my connections with my family and my friends so much closer, even, even, um, well, this is more cannabis than gratitude, but you know, I'm always grateful for cannabis, but just having smoking with my mom, having a conversation with my mom in the garage, you know, and we're both sitting here passing back a joint and we're talking about nothing. Sometimes we talk about aliens because she knows I love talking about aliens. And like, I feel like she would never have a conversation with me about aliens unless she was hot. Probably. So, <laughs> so you know, bonding right there, and I'm grateful for that. Um, yeah, better relationships uh, may be explained uh, to what? The explanation may be connected to increased production of oxy. Tocin, sometimes uh, I can see that mm-hmm. the bonding hormone because it fosters calm and security in relationships. And um, people with high blood pressure who actively express thankfulness can achieve up to a 10% reduction in systolic blood pressure and decrease their dietary fat intake by up to 20%. So, like, so we're gonna be skinny, we're yes. gonna be less wrinkled. We're right. going to be less stressed. We're going to have less physical pain. Our right. immune systems are going to be stronger. Uh-huh. Our hair will probably be thicker, too. Right. Because, you know, that's just what happens. be taking out your hair. Yeah. 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 And, and our relationships are going to be better. And our relationships are going to be better. I have not, I cannot and have not found one downside to being thankful on a regular cannot. basis. No. 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 Um... Yeah. So that's, this is good stuff. Like you want good information that you can like take to the doctor man on why you do that. Here you go. There's the evidence for you. I went and Googled it and found it for you. So now that we know why we should be grateful, we talked about why it's important um, and how it helps us physically, mentally, and all of the things. Let's talk about how to practice that gratitude. So what are some of your go-to gratitude practices? Well, I have been a practicing Buddhist for 26 years. So uh, meditation is it's a regular and easy thing for me to do. I, I can do it walking. I can sit right now and go into a space where I'm at peace with myself and one and letting the thoughts flow through me as they wish. Um, I can guide, lead. I'm a big fan of guided visual meditations. I do like to like go into my mind, go sit down in my garden and talk with my totem and adjust my levels of, of strength and, and courage and gratitude and security. 
Um, so using all the tools, really, I am, I am not afraid to ask for help when I need it. I am not afraid to say, I'll try that new therapy. What is it? I'm curious. Um, being willing to read and learn and take in information that I didn't already know or may not have thought I would align with helps me grow and be grateful because it teaches me shit I didn't know, right? Like I didn't know I didn't have that. Now I want it. No, <laughs> I mean, so uh -huh. I think <laughs> having a community, like people go having a hypnotherapist that I adore that I can call on and be like, let's do go take me through something, make me laugh. You know, um, I do go under easy. I think it's because I meditate practicing to get up when my body says to, you know, when I feel like, oh, I really got to get through this, but my body's saying get up, listening to it and doing it and just walking around the block for 15 minutes. There, there's, for me, it's present moment awareness all day long, mm -hmm. all the time. And, and that means checking it, setting alarms. I mean, doing <coughs> the things that you're going to stick to. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's another good point. Um, being grateful for my body, mm. being able to move and, you know, having a, I'm trying to make sure I say this correctly. In no way am I saying that having a disability or something, you know, off about your body is not something you should be grateful for because you should be grateful for your body in whatever form it is in. But I have no ailments that don't allow me to move my body. Like I'm able to get up and go walk around the block if I want to. 100%. Not something that everyone can say. And that's something I have to be extremely grateful for. You know? Absolutely. I remember when I could not take a step without excruciating pain. Right. So now if I have a little ache, I'm like, I, got, I can push through this. Right. I'm grateful that it's not excruciating. Mm-hmm. And that's, and until so you said it is, is that's one of those ones that you don't really, you kind of take for granted. If I'm just like yes. using yeah. real basic, real blunt words here, mm -hmm. like, you know, being able body is not everybody has that. It that's is right. a luxury. It is a blessing and, and something you should absolutely be grateful for. I love that. Thanks for, for reminding me of that is add that to my list. <laughs> Um, some ways that, well, okay, first, um, before I give some ways that I like to practice gratitude, um, hypnotherapy. Yes, girl, game changer. You have to trust the therapist. You need to be able to relax. A lot of people will say, oh, I can't be hypnotized. I can't be hypnotized because that's the story they continue to tell themselves. Mm -hmm. But if they started to tell a different story, like I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I relax, I need to find the right hypnotherapist. I've never been able to go under, but let me look and see a different method, right? This is just the stories we tell ourselves. You can keep telling yourself over and over again, you can't be hypnotized. That's not true. <laughs> I believe I believe we are hypnotized at times. We don't even know we are hypnotized. I so agree. when we actually sit down and let someone help us learn to relax and go to a place that we choose, because it is ultimately of your choosing, you are aware of everything that's happening while you're under, and be there and then navigate with a safe guide. It is one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. Um, and not on drugs, right? Like literally being hypnotized and creating this space. Because again, I like guided visual imagery. So I like when my hypnotherapist takes me somewhere and says, okay, now we're going to walk here and now we're going to go here. And what do you see? 
And you, what colors on the wall? Like for me, the funnest thing ever to do with your mind. And then to be able to tap into it later on your own, like if you're just about to go to sleep and you're like, I'm going to go into that garden right now and drift off into sleep. I was going to say, and, and and please feel free to stop me if you don't feel comfortable, but what is the, um, what is, because I've always been interested in hypnotherapy, but what is like, not the benefit, but, mm, sorry, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Um... How does it help you? It helps me by teaching me how to go wherever I want in my mind. Like you, it show it teaches me that I have control over my mind, mm -hmm. not any outside factors. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I have the ability to literally relax so much, go down, go to this place, feel the wind in the place, all with my mind, hear the water, feel like it just sprinkled on me, all with my mind, and to and to have that experience, that means like. My mind is damn powerful and I'm completely in control of it. So when you've had those experiences and then you can kind of do it again, it makes you like more centered. Like I've been in MRI machine. I went to that place because mm -hmm. the MRI machine is damn scary. It's freaky as hell. You're like, this is the coffin. What if the power goes out while I'm in this bitch? Literally all these things can come into your mind. Right. And I went to my place. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the garden and I'm going to sit down on my bench and I literally disappeared. And then I woke up to like him saying, okay, we're, you're coming out now. And I was like, oh, man, I was chilling in my garden. We're done. <laughs> so so the ability to really have control over your own thoughts is right. what uh, hypnotherapy has taught me. And meditation. They're, they're, they're very similar. And it's, so it's like it's given you like a safe space in your mind, you know. Very to. much so. That's just because I choose that. Um, I like to go to that place. And you know, when I first, when he first, when I first started seeing Brian, um, he took me into like a room, and I had to build that room. And this is a practice, you know, online they have visual guided. And the room I built my own uh, command center, and in that command center, I built my own um, dials of like what it is I wanted to be able to manage. And in doing that, it like change something in my mind so sometimes like my husband will be getting on my nerves and I'll just be like and he'll be like what are you doing I'm adjusting my patience for you right now <laughs> I love that I love it's a it. very powerful tool <laughs> yes yes that's 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 amazing and you've definitely like I said I was already uh been interested in hypnotherapy and just what it can do and what it's used for but you've definitely piqued that interest a little bit more. So thanks for uh... find one that you trust because they 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 have powers, they have gifts if they're really good and they know what they're doing and they they can go you know they do take you places in your mind. So like find someone you trust and that you can relax with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so some ways that I like to practice gratitude, like I said, I already have my gratitude alarm. Um, I want to start you know, doing the gratitude in the morning when I first wake up, even if it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, just thank you for waking me up this morning. Maybe that one, like I know the one at night, I try not to repeat within like a week or a few days. Um, but maybe the one in the morning, I'll be able to repeat that one because like, you know, I feel like it's a really, thank you for waking me up this morning is like the best thing you can say when you wake up, when you That's open like your That's a good thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one may get repeated a few times and it'd be okay. Um, 
some other things that I found, um, you know, again, doing my Googles, uh, gratitude journals. Mm -hmm. I want to be a journal girly so bad. Um, and I do it sometimes, but I'm not really consistent with them. I do it when I feel like I need to get something out. Same. So, Same. And that's what works for me. So I don't know that a gratitude journal would really be on my list, but you know, I know there are tons of journal girlies out there who just mm -hmm. love to write. So that's definitely, um, something you can do, uh, counting your blessings, especially in the moments of chaos. So like you said, literally when something's going on, going into your mind and either turning up that patience dial if you need to, or saying, okay, yes, the world is crumbling right now, but I woke up this morning. My car yes. is working. My family is here to help me. You know, whatever you need to do, count how, as many things as you can think of until you feel that stress start to subside. Dissipate. Yes, yes. Literally feel when stress is going up and down. You Like it's a, a I want to say it's a physical reaction, but it's not always a physical reaction, but it's definitely a feeling that you mm -hmm. get. I feel like my ears start to get a little hot and like my heart races a little bit more. Yeah. Your hands might start to sweat. Your armpits start to sweat a little bit. You, yeah. So when you're feeling whatever the, the telltale signs are of stress for you, um, in those moments, you know, start counting off your blessings. However, if you need to count off 10, you know, it's been a pretty rough day. So mm -hmm. you need to count off 10, count off 10. And I promise you when you get to whatever that, calming moment is it you you'll feel a physical release i feel like my breath just like comes back yes oh yes you feel like your breath comes back because you know you do kind of feel like you're holding your breath like you can't breathe when you're in those moments of hypertension right, right. and so just to yeah. do that is so centering just yeah. to take a breath yeah. a deep intentional all the way up into the stomach, feeling your air with lungs, as every yoga teacher always says, breathe in the intention and exhale all the things that do not serve you, right? Like how many times you have heard that? Yes. Because it works. Because it my really favorite, works. My favorite, <laughs> inhale the good shit. And exhale the good shit. That's right. <laughs> that my favorite. Yes. Yes. But if you do it with intention, it really does work. Yes. So. And like you said before, you know, when you feel yourself, even in those moments where you're, you're angry or you're mad, or you're about to have one of those overreactions, um, like you said, taking a breath, taking three, three breaths, breaths. Yep. Three before breaths. You, you proceed. <laughs> even that, you know, is, um, uh, I think you can, you can shape that into gratitude. Thank you for giving me the patience to not punch this person in the face. That part. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting arrested today. Right. No jail for me. <laughs> let me tell you, there have been some that I'm like, look, I'm weighing out whether or not I want to go to jail for you. You might be worth it. You yeah, might be worth it. <laughs> How long am I get again? Are we talking years or just months? Cause, mm. oh, no. yeah. um, That's funny. Uh, funny thing about, funny thing about risk and reward, right? Like, you know, some of us smoke and drive and we ain't supposed to do that. And it's technically against the law, y'all. But the other day I was in the car. I was a passenger. And my husband was like, oh, I think that's a motorcycle cop behind us. I said, it's okay. It's just a $100 ticket. <laughs> look, there you go. I love that you know how much. I did not Risk know how much. Risk and reward. I, look, you just made it worse for me because I personally think I drive better high. I think well, okay, I let, me, let me correct that. If you're driving, it's a DUI. 
So don't, but you know, if you're just out on the street and a cop comes by, cause you're not supposed to smoke on the street either. It's just a hundred dollar really? ticket. Yeah. It's an, inf- oh yeah. Legally we cannot smoke outside in California. Oh, I've been walking down the street all the time. I, my mom can't hear this episode because <laughs> she's always getting mad at me for walking down the street here in my pen. I was like, mom, it's fine. It's legal. So technically it is not legal to consume outside of a private space cannabis in California. That means on the street. That means on the sidewalk in front of my house. I can be in my front yard, but in the front of my house, it's not legal. However, it is a, it is not even a misdemeanor. It is an infraction. It's a hundred dollar ticket. And you could get $5,000 tickets. It never will go up and it never compounds. Mm-hmm. So it's risk and reward. I'm going to smoke right. this joint today in this right. park. Right. We, go, we, we just do what we want. We, don't yeah. Look, but I think cops don't care because they're like, screw it. I'm not writing a ticket for that. Look, he said, I'm going home and hitting mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yes, love all those. Oh, last the last one I found was writing letter letters of thanks or telling other people you're grateful for them. I yes. never realized how warm it makes my little heart when I tell somebody else, oh, like, I appreciate you. Or I try not to say uh, thank you anymore. I try and be more colorful. Or mm-hmm. I'm grateful that you did this for me. Or I appreciate your effort or whatever, you know. Um and to see that like little smile on their face and like, I'm like, Oh, it makes that's me it. like that. That's that whole giving and receiving thing. Right. Yes. Like when you're giving love, you're receiving it and it's expanding it. Cause yeah, I, that one's a good one too. I think I, that resonates with me deeply sharing, sharing gratitude with somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like that for both of you. And you know, it's I good for both of you. Like I, I love presents, especially presents that I don't get on my birthday because it's just a special day. Like that's wonderful. Yeah. Gratitude is a give every day. Hello. Oh my god, every single day. <laughs> yes. The gift that keeps um, on giving. Gratitude. Yeah. Um, so um I think we're all I think we're about done for this part, but before we get out of here, um, this has been so amazing. I wanna just like w- let's talk about what we're grateful for in this moment. And today with tomorrow being Thanksgiving and, you know, all of those things. And I don't know about your family. We always go around the, around the, the room and say one thing we're thankful for, or grateful for. So I wanted to bring that tradition here. So what are you grateful for, Ms. Kindness? Right now, I'm going to go with what's recently happened with my family. There's a lot of things. I'm grateful for this In-N-Out burger I'm about to eat. Um, but, and the fact that my husband brought it in while we were on this call, I'm grateful for those types of thoughtful acts. Cause he knew I was hungry. Um, but really oh, big, big, I love it. Fuck you it's our anniversary. Yes. <laughs> we are definitely from California in and out for ground anniversary. Yes. Right. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes. Tony, Tony, Tony in the house. I think, um, but big, big something right now that's really warming my spirit because it is the holidays and my family is um, coming together tomorrow. And, you know, over the last like two, three years, there's been a lot of distension between my siblings. And they're going to be like, why are you talking about us on a podcast? Because they, they, they need to be talked about. But they've, there's been distension and it's always over money. OK, so like siblings not speaking, mom in that caught up in that. And like there's been a real disconnect. And unfortunately, my stepfather just passed away. But fortunately, he's no longer in pain. And so he lived a good life. But in his passing, and I actually posted on this on my Instagram, it's me and my four, my three siblings. And um, they brought this unit. He brought this unity. His, his passing brought unity. 
And I said, it took an act of God to put things back where they belong. Mm -hmm. And I just, even now I'm getting like choked up because I'm just so, these are, all my siblings are older than me, 13 to 17 years older, significant difference. I came later. I was like the, oops, different daddy. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I get along with all of them and they're like all my big sisters and brothers. And so to, to watch that, but to, to have it be, be done, to have them realize the impermanence of life through mm -hmm. this man's death and go, everything we've been doing is, is crazy. We need to stop. And for it to just heal itself that day mm -hmm. and to now see them texting again and like saying shit like, I love you, what? you know, and just how that can happen mm -hmm. if you let it. And so I'm grateful tomorrow to come together with a few of them who will be there because some are out of state and just laugh and mm -hmm. do what I know we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful because yes, families can drive you crazy and um, it's very easy to wash your hands. Mm -hmm. um, but, we like, you know, black people like to hold grudges. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong because there are times where I'm like, okay, I need my space from you. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a blessing to be able to get over that hump before something else happens. Yes. Because again, like you said, we, we're not we're not guaranteed this life. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed to wake up. You know, the things, all the things that we're, we're grateful for could be gone tomorrow. And yeah, people piss you off, but yep, truly is worth trying for. One hundred percent. Yeah. And who else gonna give you a kidney if you need it? Come on now. <laughs> you can you survive with just one kidney? You can. Okay. So that's the thing you can give away, and you can oh. give away a piece, and you can give away a piece of your liver. Oh, I thought you had two livers. No, just one. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um I So what are you grateful for right now? Yeah, I am grateful for progress. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful for progress. I'm grateful that I'm not where I was a year ago, 2 years ago, even worse 5 years ago. Um and I'm grateful that I'm realizing that progress is more important than perfection. Like I say it to, I, I'm an absolute perfectionist. And so I say that to, that to myself all the time, but I feel like I am seeing the evidence of that. And I'm very, 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 very grateful for it. Uh, I'm also grateful for my family and all, 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 you know, the lovey dovey stuff too. Um, but if I'm just, you know, talking about little old me today, I think I'm very grateful for my progress because it could have definitely gone a different way, um, either better or good, but I'm really happy with where I am now. And you can see it and you yeah. can feel it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love yeah. that for you. That's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, what are you just running? It's just a little quote. And actually, now that I read it, it's very similar to what you had said as well in terms of what you, what you feel great gratitude is. Um, and it was gratitude is ultimately not about how much or how little we have, but the story we tell ourselves about it. Couldn't have said it better myself. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. And I just love how it's like very much the same thing you were kind of saying. Um, it's with, I'm sorry, tell me again. It's uh, not. Oh, it's recognizing what that, what we have, um, yeah. what, what we don't have to have essentially. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that felt really, really good. Um, so I appreciate you coming through and sharing your wisdom with us. Cause you dropped a lot of gems here that like, we're just like, now I know I'm really not supposed to smoke out on the, on the, on the block. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, you're well, just evaluating you risk do? and reward. It's just, about, it's I'm going to smoke this. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so before we, we get to the random high question, I do want to give you the opportunity to tell us more about Club Kindness um, and what it is that you do in your business and let the people know how to give you money. Oh, yes. I love that. So Club Kindness, um, succinctly, we're a cannabis inclusive education platform. And our mission is to educate communities, connect them, and sustain them for social change. We really believe in representative media. So any of the impact-driven content I do or impact-driven events we host are always representative of the global majority. Yep, the global majority, because we, women and minorities, <clears throat> are not minorities. We are the global majority. <laughs> so <laughs> I want that to be known. Let's think about that. Ooh, that's not America, y'all. That's the world. So... I um, still doing classes, certification classes, workshops for individuals, small groups, dispensary associates, and any neighborhood community groups that want to learn more about how to support cannabis patients, patients themselves, consumers. That's what we do. Um, biggest way to support us right now is to either support Feminine Forward Talks, which is a national tour that we're about to embark upon. We're stopping in Vegas next week. And then next year, we have 10 stops in 10 city cities in the U.S., and so you can get involved with your business, your brand, your insight, apply to speak. You can buy merch, swag, support the Indiegogo campaign. You can take a class online, virtual from wherever you are if you just want to learn about the basics of cannabis or anything else. And you can support This Is Jane Project, which is a nonprofit I founded because that's we really need the money over there. So you want to put your money where your mouth is and help women and non-binary trauma survivors give to This Is Jane Project because the work we're doing there is, is critical. Um, and it's and it's monumentous, and I'm really proud of it. So yeah, that's Club Kindness. You can buy my children's book, The Root Family's Very Special Garden, because I'm gonna teach you how to talk with your children about cannabis in an ethical and responsible way. Uh, yeah, you can just hit me up and and set up a coaching session with me. I, I'm here to really serve. I keep everything around alternative health. I am focused on the mind, the body, and the spirit, and that that triad all the time, all the time. Yeah, you, I mean, you have so much. Oh my gosh. And we're, I'm going to put all of that, all the links and all the, you know, the, 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 so people can get to you and give you money. Cause one of my favorite sayings is give a black woman your money. Um, so you should give this black woman your money. Um, and I will make sure all of that is in the show notes and, um, along with all your contact information as well. Thank you. I mean, the easiest thing is club kindness, club kindness.io. Yep. Yeah. We'll have all of that in the show notes. Um, because you're doing some very, very extremely important work. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so before we get out of here, we always wrap the show up with a random ask question because what is highness without randomness? 
So <laughs> I have a list of questions numbered four through 20, and you can pick a number and I will ask you that question. Number nine. Number nine is what is your most used or your favorite hometown slang word or term? Ooh, I can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it is, girl. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Um... I can't even say my second one. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the most hometown slang. Okay, because you said hometown and that was the first word, I'm going to go with cuzzo because I have a big ass family. My dad had eight brothers and sisters and then that downline is like 50 first cousins and I mentioned there's five generations living and so like on Thanksgiving, it could be that many people in the house. Oh my and, and like what we do dance, we did the cuff it challenge in the street last year. It was like 80 of us. Okay. So I would say cu- somewhere because I would love to see that. I am going to send it to you. I will DM it yes. to you. It's, in my, it's a doubt in my Instagram feed. Yes. I would love to see that. Listen, my cousin Tony is in a wheelchair doing it. Okay. So yes. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, I would say cuzzo because that's, it's cousin, but like we say cuzzo. And so, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, Cuzzo Andre in my phone, Cuzzo Chrissy, Cuzzo Alexis, Cuzzo. And so, like, there's, like, an 18-person Cuzzo text message thread. And so when I think of, like, hometown slang word, like, there are a lot of bachelors. So it would be like, what's up, Cuzzo? They're, they're, we're probably related. And so, yeah. yeah. But the other one, which I can't say because that's only for us. <laughs> well, yeah. See, that's the great thing. This is a For Us podcast. It's a For I, Us I podcast. I will give you... I will give you that is probably my most used. Yes. <laughs> but I try to keep it with us only when I use it. Yeah. I do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but if I had to pick my favorite hometown slang, I want, so I'm from the Bay Area. So my first thought was bitch because I mean, that's our word. Yeah. But <laughs> if we're thinking of like, you know, a little bit more, not just an actual word, <laughs> um, I would say hella. Like hello, that's so Bay. That's so Bay Area. Yes. So Bay Area. Everything, and I didn't realize how much I used it until I started talking to people who were not from the Bay, and they were like, "Why do you keep saying that word?" Yeah. <laughs> or like, I it means so many things. It means yeah. so much. <laughs> or I would, I, I wouldn't hear them using it, and I'm like, so how do I know the level of? extremity here yeah you got to say it's hella or it's (laughs) i mean because i use my i remember in in high school i go through like phases where i have these things um and one of my favorite sayings in high school is man that's about hella crazy yeah that's about hella boozy i I used to it it was just so much fun with all the l's how how, how many l's need to be in there (laughs) I so. <laughs> love that. It's that is so region specific. Yeah. Um, it's like bananas for New Yorkers. Yes. 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 <laughs> At first, I was like, before you said New Yorkers, I was like, wait, you lost me. But yes, yeah, okay, now I get it. When they said that's hella bananas, I'm like, what? that's bananas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, even right now, I automatically put in the hella. I didn't even realize I was that. Say, you said hella bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like second nature. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, but that's that's good. I like that. Um, so 
we're going to put all of your contact information in the show notes because there's tons of ways to contact uh, Ms. Kindness and give her your money. Because, again, pay a black woman your money. Give a black woman your money. Buy the book. Read it to your kids. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I didn't even know you had a book. That's so dope. That's so dope. Because, I mean, it's actually, it's very much a conversation starter. Like, that we have. So I love that. We'll put, I'll make sure to put the link to your book in the show notes as well for all my can of moms listening. Um, I want to, I, I, nope. Yeah. I think that's it. I think, I think, I think we're, I think we're good. This has been absolutely amazing. And, um, such a joy. Yeah. So yeah. much joy. Yeah. I'm also very grateful to you and for you for, um, coming through and dropping all this wisdom and just having a really, fun and healthy and joyous conversation so thank you so much ow <laughs> i am um the same i'm really grateful for you for this platform right like you're giving us a, a a place to speak and so i appreciate it a lot and sharing these stories and the thoughtful questions the very thoughtful questions i like it yeah <laughs> Um, so you guys can follow us at bluntly black girls on IG, bluntly BLK girls on Twitter and visit the website, uh, www.bluntlyblackgirls.com for more podcast episodes. Don't forget the, uh, by bi- bi-weekly, bi-monthly, which one is every two weeks? I think they're both. It's either week. or I literally yeah. just Googled this with my friend and you can, they're interchangeable. Okay. And so, yeah. Every two weeks. Every two weeks, yes. <laughs> yes. Our every two week newsletter, um, the stash where I will provide a roundup of industry news, mental health, self-care tips, other fun stuff. So oh, definitely cool. make sure you subscribe so you can get that in your inbox. Um, and you can sign up for that newsletter um, through the link in our RG bio or on the website. And when you sign up, you get a free printable version of the Intentional Highness Tracker. So your next high can be intentional. Comment, rate, subscribe, talk to me, talk to Miss Kindness. Let us know what you're grateful for. I hope you guys all have an amazingly wonderful Thanksgiving or you had because I guess it's coming out afterwards. So you had an amazing, wonderful Thanksgiving and an amazing, wonderful um, Christmas, New Year's holiday season. Let us know what you think about the episode. Any comments or questions from my guest today, hit us up and smoke a blunt, drink your water and fuck what anybody got to say about being a bluntly black girl. And we're out.